The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode and another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, or at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. This is a hoop-ball.com presentation. Make sure to go to hoop-ball.com, check out the free and the premium content. Want to give a shout out to the rest of the team over on Hootball Gaming. Make sure to follow us at Hootball Gaming on Twitter. Fantasy basketball is right around the corner. Preseason and all the camps and stuff start less than a week. Make sure to get your team specific coverage that you're going to need for this season and things to help you manage your fantasy team from us. Tons of free content and Awesome rankings and tools. A lot of different breakdowns from our guys, Steven Vitovich. Gotta love Steven. He's been doing this for a while for Hootball. Mr. Aaron Bruski himself, the Ball Boys, brand new podcast that we're rolling out there. Don't know if y'all know this or not, but we are six weeks, six weeks from college basketball starting. That's like two months. Like less than two months, and we get college basketball. I, I can't believe it. Um, all these seasons are just running together. Anyways, hey, welcome in and welcome back. This is Today in Sports Betting. Like I said, I am Devin, and you are listening, hopefully. I mean, that's what you came here for. So, new listeners, welcome in. Thank you for listening. Make sure to check everything out that I just talked about if you haven't yet. And then old listeners, return listeners, hey, welcome back. Thank you. Wipe your feet. Come on in. Take a seat. Going to be talking some college football today, of course. I've got free play duty for the website. Get the free play article crafted after this show. I'm going to be making a play on some La Liga. It's either La Liga or uh, Serie A. (laughs) I always do that. I always confuse those two leagues. Let's find it here. Now it is Serie A. I don't know why I said La Liga. Anyways, we'll get into that. We'll unpack it. We'll unpack it. Really exciting start to the week for some sports. We got a phenomenal last two weeks of a run on the free play. Over the last two weeks, the guy's record, nine and five. This is a collective uh, effort from the team. Nine and five for plus 7.36 units over the last two weeks on free plays. Free plays. Take that money that you're getting from the free plays and invest in a wager pass or some other tools on the premium side. We have fair 
very modest pricing. Very modest. You get a lot of stuff. If you want to just do HoopBall 360, you get get it for 20 bucks. And that's the DFS pass, the wager pass, and the fantasy pass. The wager pass alone, you got seven professionals making picks. You're getting about I don't know. I don't even know how many picks in the Discord on a daily basis. I, I, for roughly forty cents a day, thirty-three cents a day, um, the value is immense. I will say. Promo codes. Make sure to use that promo code over at mybookie.ag. They got an awesome odds boost going uh, for the uh, UFC event coming up this weekend. It's minus one ten for if anyone will bleed. Tell me. Do you bleed? I don't know if y'all saw Batman or Superman, but uh, that was my attempt to quote it. Uh, I miss Ben Affleck as Batman already. I think he did all right. Um, okay. Yesterday's show didn't happen. I was flying back from Kansas City down home, so I apologize for that. I'm sure y'all noticed. <laughs> so uh, promo code over on mybookie.ag use that hoop ball h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l manscape.com is going to be the same thing but with a two zero at the end 20 hoop ball 20 you get 20 percent off and free shipping gotta cash in on that go get you a weed whacker i need one i'm gonna be getting one here soon i got to get one for these nose hairs and my ear hair that's starting to come in now you know i'm i'm darn near 30 so it's Apparently, this is where the plateau of male peak performance happens. We, uh, from what I hear, genetics start setting in at about this age. And uh, it's all downhill from here, is what I hear. So we will uh, definitely, definitely be needing to take care of that with the weed whacker. Okay, today's show, we are going to do it a little bit more briefly. Uh, looking to just kind of rapid fire some stuff off. I've got, like I said, I've got the free play. I don't know if I want to start with that or if I want to jump right into this Liberty Syracuse game. I'm going to talk Liberty and Syracuse in depth today because it's a game that's, you know, it's on Friday. So, and the line's already moving. Um, we are already seeing line movement in that regard. I think there are some storylines. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. There are lots of things to look out for. I want to talk about Syracuse. I mean, I think this line is a little shorter because the fact that they're going up against some not so great competition. Dino Babers, I mean, I, I love him as a coach. I do. I just, you know, he, he Syracuse is a tough place to coach football. So... I'm looking at where this thing opened. I'm looking at where it's currently sitting. See, and 
man, I'm looking through Syracuse's numbers right now on defense. Not good. And they've played Ohio, Rutgers, and Albany. Albany hung 24 on them, the most of any school that they've played so far, but they hung 62 on them. We'll get into that more uh, more now. Syracuse, though, don't look for them to be scoring too many points against Liberty this, this weekend or Friday. And if we look at a few different angles, there's no team totals out yet, so. I was going to look at that, but we'll withhold until a later day. Like I said, this opened at five and a half. It hit seven. Um, It went through six and a half. It's come back down. It's moved all around. So currently... We're looking at a key number of minus six. Over under 52 and a half. I'm not going to have a huge opinion on the total. I love this key number of six because Liberty by a touchdown makes a lot of sense to me. Let's dig into this Syracuse team a little bit. Now that we got the lines and everything, this game is Friday night. Like I said, it's going to be at 8 Eastern. So we look at this Ohio game, the first game that they played, and they blew them out 29-9. Ohio, though, we've faded them on this show and within the wager pass. Um, they lost Frank Solich, their coach. I mean, and it immediately affected them from the season start. So... You're looking at Tommy DeVito, who I actually think is a pretty decent quarterback. I like Tommy DeVito. Like I, Maybe it's because every time I see his name, it makes me think of Danny DeVito. Friend of the show, by the way. He listens all the time. Danny, how you doing? I'm kidding. He's, I don't, Danny DeVito's never listened to uh, this podcast. Um, would be cool, though. Would be cool. I love me some Danny DeVito. He's the trash man. Um, I'm trying to figure out which way to slice this first because yeah, let me just get into it. We'll, we'll get some name familiarization here. So Taj Harris receiver for Syracuse is going to be heavily used. He had six for 29 in Ohio's win. more of a PPR guy. He's not a deep threat. He's not their speed burner. That's more of Anthony Queeley's uh, job. They've got Sherrod Johnson who can stretch the field. Only one interception against Ohio. Tommy DeVito, 11 for 17, 92 yards. He didn't even throw for 100 yards against a Mac school. Like, really? Um, he also added... He also added some stuff on the ground. Seven carries for 49 yards and a score. Sean Tucker, 25 for 181 and a score. Both of them averaging seven-plus yards per carry in that game. Um, Barely won the total yards against Ohio. Only one more first down 
and they scored 20 more points. That's weird. Third down efficiency, they were eight for 12. They ran one less total play. They had one more punt. They had more penalties. Ohio didn't have any penalties. They won the turnover battle. 1-0, they picked Curtis Rourke off once. And then time of possession, they were... They had four minutes less time of possession, but still one by 20. So, I, I, you know, big plays, big chunk yards, I'm guessing. That interception probably set them up nicely. But, look, the score, I think, is a little bit conscrewed there. Conscrewed? What's that word? Conscrewed? Skewed? I'll just go with one that I know how to use. Skewed. Um... And then you turn around and you lose 17-7 to Rutgers, which I was on Rutgers in that game, was not expecting it to be this low of a scoring affair. So what I'm seeing in these first two games is that this Syracuse offense has some big deficiencies. Tommy DeVito, 15 for 26, 149 in the interception. This Garrett Schrader kid, the backup QB, he gets at least you know a little bit of run each game. He went four for six for 42 yards had a passing completion in the first game against Ohio also. Sean Tucker came back to earth a little bit, 13 for 54, 4.2 yards per carry and a score. DeVito only 9 for 13. Liberty's not going to let DeVito run. They're going to make him throw the ball, and they're going to probably pick him off once or twice. Taj Harris, like I said, big, big, big guy uh, for them. 8 for 122 against the Rutgers defense, 15.2 average on his uh, – yardage there Sherrod Johnson he didn't do much two for 18 um break down the stats a little more team stats holy crap Rutgers offense and the Rutgers offense does not it's not that great um their defense a little bit middling I think what we saw in this 24 total points scored between these two teams is that these offenses are inefficient as hell and 195 on the total yardage. They only had 50 rushing yards against Syracuse, but in, you know, comparison, Syracuse only had 67 rushing yards. Um, no one amassed 200 passing yards, only 145 for Rutgers, 191 for Q's. Q's had two more or two less first downs both teams were abysmal on third down efficiency Rutgers three for 15 Syracuse two for 14 14 combined punts again Syracuse the more penalized team eight for 55 two fumbles lost and an interception so they lost the turnover battle three zero 11 more minutes time of possession for Rutgers Now, the one I really want to get into, and I know it's Albany. It's an FCS school. But look, they let Albany score. And this would make sense that Albany scored a little bit more. I mean, 14 points came in the fourth after not scoring anything in the second and the third. They were down 45-10 at half. Um, Second half of that game, 17-14. So only by three. DeVito, he barely played. He went six for nine, 147 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Then you look at Sean Tucker, got back up over the 100-yard mark, uh, 13 for 132, and 
four touchdowns, averaged 10.2 yards per carry. Wow. DeVito, five for 28 before he left, nine for 42, and two scores for Garrett Schrader. So Syracuse likes to run their quarterbacks. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a zone read concept or what they're doing, if it's an option, uh, if it's design, if it's scrambling, because their offensive line's pretty bad. But two touchdowns for Garrett Schrader, it would make me feel as though it's probably a bit of a design in Dino Baber's uh, scheme. Jarvion Howard, running back depth, got himself six reps for 76 yards. Sean Tucker, four scores on the ground against Albany. That's crazy. Uh, And then he also had three for 121 and another score on the ground. Holy hell, have yourself a day. Damian Alford, one catch, 73 yards and a touchdown. I mean, these guys' average yardage. Uh, Courtney Jackson, three for 47, 15.7 average. Anthony Queeley, we talked about him, two for 25, so 12 and a half. I mean, not a ton of passing, but seems like everything went for big plays. Albany, obviously an FCS school. <laughs> Syracuse racked up 623 on them. They had 24 first downs, but again, even on third down against Albany, they were three for seven. They ran 12 more total plays. They only had one punt. Wow. 16 penalties for 164 yards against Albany. And they lost the turnover battle against Albany. This is telling. This Syracuse team's not disciplined. This is not a disciplined team. Um, you're going to see them struggle against some really, really stiff competition in Liberty. I am very high on Liberty this year. You've heard me talk about it a lot. You've heard me reference Malik Willis a lot. I like Hugh Freeze as a coach, bouncing back from the mistake he made earlier on in his career. Then you look at what they did against Old Dominion. You know, they should have done that. We were on them to cover in the wager pass. They went 14 points in the first, 14 in the second, 14 in the third. They didn't allow Old Dominion to score any. They did not allow Old Dominion to score any second half points. You know, way more first downs, 9 of 15 on third down, only three punts, five penalties for 50 yards, so modest. They lost a fumble, but they got an interception. So nothing negative in the turnover department. And then you look at, you know, they we already talked about a little bit on Monday show about them playing Campbell in FCS school. They handled their FCS opponent, did what they should have. Not really going to rehash that one. Their biggest level of competition so far has been the road game at Troy, which Troy, I'm pretty high on coming into this season. And look, they did all like they did really well against them. Malik Willis is not going to hurt you. He's not going to hurt you. Um, zero turnovers, only one interception uh, or one turnover in the game, and that was an interception that Liberty created on Troy's quarterback. Dominated the time of possession, 38 minutes, 59 seconds to 21 minutes and one second. They did have eight penalties for 65 yards. 
they had one less punt than what Troy did. They ran 16 more plays. Again, really efficient, above 50% on third down efficiency. Uh, Six for 13, 22 first downs, 5.2 yards per play. Liberty's really balanced. I am a huge believer in them. Right now, like I said, we're getting that key number of six. I think that's huge. I really do. I, I, I think that this is just a good spot. Liberty beat and covered against Syracuse last year. Um, 38-21. Liberty was, was a three-point favorite. You know, this was at home. Coffee. Sorry. So I'm looking uh, for Liberty to continue their dominance over the ACC. They keep scheduling a lot of ACC schools, and they are having some really good success against them. So I think with that being said, that's the game on Friday that I'm looking at. I'm not really looking at any others. I know there's a couple of other games on the slate that night, but I'm really not into them as much. Uh, You know, UNLV, Fresno, giant spread, 30 and a half. Wake Forest and Virginia, four points. I mean, that's pretty low. The total opened at 70 and a half. It's come down to 68 and a half. I might look at taking the under on that following some of this minimal steam that's produced. The fact of the matter is, Bronco Mendenhall, he allowed his defense to give up like 60 points to North Carolina. I mean, it's Sam Howell. Sam Howell's going to have games like that. It's Sam Howell and the Tar Heels. You know, like we talk highly of their offense, even though they lost all the pro talent, you know, Diami Brown, Michael Carter, Javante Williams, uh, just their three-headed monster right there alone. They lost another, they lost two wideouts and then their two stud running backs. Uh, Wake Forest, I mean, that's a short, short line. Uh, Charlotte and Middle Tennessee State, you know, I've – no, I'm, I'm good. Like, I, I've, I've not done well picking Charlotte this year, so I'm going to limit my exposure to failure. <laughs> so UNLV, Fresno State, as much as I love Fresno, I was high on them coming into this year. I took them in week zero to cover against UConn, I believe is who they played. Yeah, I took them – this last weekend, the cover against UCLA, they won outright. I took the points against Oregon. They only lost by, what, it was like three or six. It was like a one-possession game. So Fresno State, I might look at maybe a first-half line against UNLV because the running Rebels are terrible. Fresno State's defense is under-heralded. That defense is probably going to be one of the better ones in the Mountain West. They are now ranked 22nd. Fresno State. Cooking up some business. Yeah. So that's Friday slate. Not a lot going on. Thursday, we got the standalone Conference USA Sunbelt matchup, which I've already talked to nauseam about. I do have a write-up on this game in the wager pass for my look-aheads. Get you a wager pass. Find out what I think. Which, I mean, if you listen to Monday's show, then... Um, you probably have an inkling. I will say there's been lots of line movement on the total. I was looking at 
doing a certain play on the number of 57. It's come up to 59 and a half. So I think that's going to wrap the college football talk. Yeah. Got some other games we'll get to later in the week. Got some stuff I'm looking forward to. Look, this Stanford line. I got my plus six in the opener against UCLA. I think Stanford wins this game outright. It's down to four and a half. Down to four and a half. So I think Stanford definitely represents their division in the Pac-12 title game this year. Um, They made the switch to McKee. I mean, it's what they should have done. Jack uh, West was the other quarterback, I believe. And, you know, he just wasn't getting it done. He looked terrible against Kansas State. Kansas State, we know we were looking to back them in week one against Stanford and that cashed. So I feel like I got a pretty good read on this Stanford team. Their defense is going to be rounding into shape. They have a pretty underheralded, underappreciated run defense. Um, no, no, never mind. I say that, but or I'm sorry, pass defense. Yeah, they're yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Uh, they, you know, which is kind of stinky on this because you're looking at. Dorian Thompson Robinson, Zach Charbonnet. So they're gonna the X factor is gonna be Stanford's run defense in this game and how they handle that UCLA rushing attack and Chip Kelly's offense. But David Shaw, very smart coach, 11th year here at Stanford, defensively savvy. He's seen this system. He ain't scared of it. He saw some of it in Oregon. Uh he's got experience coaching against Chip Kelly, and I'd actually be interested to see like what the head-to-head uh, what the head-to-head business is on that so very intriguing very intriguing hmm all right so I'm looking at something here thanks to Colin Wilson uh, one of the head guys over at the Action Network Stanford injury report, two of their top tacklers and secondary starters um, probably going to be out. Apparently, there's a lot of health issues in the running back stable, but they got lots of depth. I remember coming into this year previewing them. They, they had lots of depth at running back. So let's, you know, and again, this is more of a preface brushing of this game. I'll get into it more. I'm glad I got the plus six. Um, plus four and a half with those defensive starters out. I wasn't really, but again, I mean, I think Stanford still wins this game. It's a home game. They win this game. It helps them in the uh, Pac-12. They still have Oregon and Washington to play, but they get to host both of them, if I remember right. And that'll be huge. That'll be very, very huge. The injuries, though. We'll check on those later in the week. We'll see what happens. We'll see what new news we get. Oh, I'm trying so hard to refrain here from talking more college football because I, I like some of these lines this week. There are some really interesting ones. I think some unders are going to cash this week. We saw Rutgers in Michigan go from 51 and a half. It's down to 49 and a half now. I mentioned that I think that this will come crashing down, and it did. 
I mean, it's uh, it's just crazy. Well, now at 49 and a half, I get it. 49 and a half is getting 85% the over, 85% of the bets, 86% of the money. So, I mean, 49 and a half, that makes sense. My number, and if you listen to Monday's show and my look-aheads, my number was 50, just a nice round 50. I was going to play the under down to 50. Um, I was happy to get the 51 and a half. I think the Mr. Uh, Kenny Bell injury um, at wide out for Michigan is going to be huge. Rutgers inefficient offense. We just talked about them and their game against uh, Syracuse. They struggled against Syracuse. Um, I think their defense can be good enough. And I think Michigan's really missing their stud wide receiver. I say that, and they just scored 63 on Northern Illinois, but it's it's NIU. It's the Huskies. I mean, come on. They're too young. They're so young. That defense is pretty atrocious. All right, let's get into the free play today, and then I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap this show. Like I said, we're going to keep it a little shorter today. Uh, I'm getting back into the groove from being out of town. So I'm just kind of looking at this. Serie A matchup between Hellas Verona and Salernitana. I don't know why I say that with like a weird accent whenever I start talking about international soccer. Um, Salernitana, that Salernitana, however you say it. My pronunciations are bad with these teams. At least I admit it, though. They're 0-4. They don't score a ton of goals. And if we just look at the table for Syria, we look at the standings. They're towards the bottom. They they are in the bottom. They're in last place. Um, negative ten goal differential. They've lost four in a row. They've only scored two goals on the year, and they've given up twelve. And then you've got Verona, who's just a few spots ahead of them. They've scored six goals. They've allowed nine. Negative 10 goal differential is the biggest in Syria. So what I'm looking at here especially with Salernitana. I think I've said it differently every time. They played at Atalanta to a 1-0 uh, loss. They let Torino score four goals on them. Roma scored four. And then there were five goals scored in their match against Bologna, but both teams were red-carded. Yeah, I mean, they can give up a crap ton of goals. Don't get me wrong. But Torino has a pretty good offense. They're a striking team. Roma, obviously. And then the two red cards in that Bologna match. Verona's got some issues and deficiencies on offense. So what I'm looking at, and we're putting it in the free play, like I said, the... Home team Sal and Nertana, I think that they're going to be able to get more comfortable. I'm not banking on these teams scoring that much. I think it's going to be a struggle. 
neither one of them really score that much. So I'm going to take a look at under two and a half. And look, I've got it at minus 145 in the wager pass. It's risen up to my bookie at minus 156. And I was looking at this game last night, knowing I didn't have any college football to use for the free play today. And um, under two and a half, you know, Siri, I've noticed a lot of unders in this league. And I've been rooting for Atalanta. So I've been paying attention to this league a little bit more versus others. And I really think that at home, Sal and Natana is going to be able to play. I'm not going to say like good defense, but they're going to play better defense. They're going to be able to, I would say, play with Hellas. I wouldn't be shocked uh, or with Verona, I guess is technically what they go by. I wouldn't be shocked if this game happened to be a draw at the end of it. It's a plus 220 on the draw. Salernitana is plus 270 on the money line. Verona plus 115. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, I had a yawn there. Um, you know, I would definitely look at Verona to win the game. Maybe 1-0. 2-0, or if it is a draw, obviously 1-1. But I think those three narratives are all highly probable within the realm of this under two and a half narrative being spun. If I'm just looking at the odds, the way the market's moved, the reason why I am inclined to look at the draw also is because Hellas Verona opened much higher. I think they opened um, here. I've got it in front of me. Got it right here. Give me one second. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, they opened minus 105 and it went to plus 115. So lots of money movement. And to me, that I think that's pretty good value on Verona, but I mean, they're at the bottom of the table also. So whenever I see two teams that are, you know, bottom of the table, pretty terrible. Uh, sure, they give up a lot of goals, but the offenses they the offenses they've been facing are significantly better than what they're going to be going against today. This game's at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. So I gotta get this wager pass up, or I'm sorry, the free play article up. Gotta get it. Gotta go get it. All righty. Well, with that being said, y'all know what I'm about to get on and go do. I gotta get a tight typewriter you know going got to get my finger my keystroke fingers going and i got to craft that free play article we got some other really really good um matches a lot of serie a today milan plays venezia psg with messi and neymar playing mites strasburg is playing lint Yeah, Olympio or Olympique. Uh, it's Marseille playing Angers. Man, some really good matches today. Really good matches. Alaves playing Espanol. Espanol minus 115. I'm going to look at that. 
I'm going to look at that. They've been playing decent lately. They have. Um, you know, they've had some pretty, pretty. Yeah, they've had some tough, tough teams lately. Uh, they've had three draws in their last five. Two losses against Atletico Madrid. Uh, and then Manchester. So it's, it, it's, and then they had a draw with Villarreal and Osasuna. Pretty good defensive clubs. Then also, I've got a little uh, half-unit sprinkle. This isn't going to make it into the wager pass or anything, really, but, you know, just, just kind of like a fun funsies thing. But uh, I got plus 245 half-unit sprinkle on the draw. It's come crashing down to plus 230, so some value diminishing there. And I really like what I'm seeing. Really like what I'm seeing on this uh, soccer slate today. Really fun stuff to get us through the week until college football. So with that being said, under two and a half in the Verona Salernitana match. Uh, Alaves, Espanol. Give me Espanol, minus 115. It literally just jumped to minus 120. Holy crap. Like literally, I just refreshed it, jumped to 120. Wow. So get that quick. It might be minus 130 come closing bell at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Nice, Lorenz. Uh, or Loria, I'm sorry. I always do the wrong pronunciation on them. Got that half unit sprinkle on the draw. Yeah, yeah. So... Got three little soccer diddlies to get down on today. And the rest of the team's going to be taking care of the baseball diamond. We got some more football look-aheads to be had. We're going to be filling up the wager pass with all sorts of goodies. So, yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Like I said, a little shorter show today. Still a little longer than what my schedule's got allotted. But, you know, I just love talking to y'all, talking with y'all. So, As always, I am sending you all of my good vibes, all of my good energies. Make sure to go out there and be kind today. If you can, do something uh, nice or positive for someone. You know, hold a door. You know, make sure someone realizes that uh, they're cared for. Don't let someone drop something uh, and leave it. You know, if someone drops some money, make sure you get it to them. You know, just like the little stuff, you know, the little things. Smile to someone if you need to or something, you know. And then in return, you know, if, if you need something positive to happen in your life, I hope that it does happen. I, I am sure that it will. I'm thinking about you. I'm sending out those good vibes and good energies for you. So let's have a great day today. Let's all be productive and kind and positive. Let's be safe. Safety is key. Make sure to be out there and be aware. Uh, be patient. Be patient. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, everyone's got their own world, and uh, there's a lot that goes in to each and every one of those. So let's do what we can to make each other better. Uh, Make sure to tell your family you love them. You got to appreciate your family. I got to see some family recently, so I'm kind of in my family heartstrings. So if you would, just give us a nice old like and follow and subscribe and all that good jazz for all the platforms. If you're on Apple, Apple Podcasts, help us out. Give us a review. Five stars, preferably. If I get a one star, like, just tell me why. Like, that's all I want. (laughs) Just tell me why. 
Uh, hopefully, I don't get a one star. I don't think I'm gonna, but I don't know. Some people just, uh, you know, it's the way some people are. <laughs> Anyways, again, I'm Devin Ellington. All right, D A L E 007 on Twitter. Make sure to please follow me. Hit me up in the DMs if you've got any questions, if you've got anything that you want to be heard or talked about uh, in the show. Definitely do that. And then follow the team at Hootball Gaming. Make sure to go follow Papa Dan at Dan Bespris, my boss. Boss man. Uh, fantasy basketball. You want to win your league? You go listen to him. I mean, truth of the matter. I think that's how it goes. You listen to him. You use the tools from our guy, our man, the leader, Aaron Bruski, Mr. Blue Check Mark himself. So. All right. Go Liberty. Minus six. Lock it up. I love that play for this week. All right. With that being said, today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.